I'm Osher Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. Cool. That and losing <laughs> money. Nightmare. Excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Hello, ladies and ghoul. Oh shit, oh. ghouls and bull. Bulls, yeah, that's right. Bulls, that's yeah. yep. Good. Ghouls and bulls. <laughs> ghouls and bulls. Welcome to the boo chiller oh. of haunts. Oh. Uh, I'm your host, Grave E. Ah, uh, Rudevsky oh, Ghoul Man. <laughs> joining me is my friend. Drax twin, who is also Dracula, but he's an evil version, like an evil twin. <laughs> evil Dracula twin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we collaborated and teamed up and consented on all of those descriptors. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, um, you'll probably be used to hearing the voice of Skelly Dawn of the Dead Hell mm, Rip. R.I.P. <laughs> But unfortunately, she has ghosted on us. Yeah, Kelly's not around this week. Yeah, she couldn't come. Sorry. <laughs> it is the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. My name is Max Quinn. That's Xavier Rescue Noonan. Hang on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've destroyed the elaborate <laughs> <laughs> facade that I've set up here. I worked for two to three minutes on those. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a joke that will only work if you listen to this in the next like day. Wait, wait, wait. I got one. Okay. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the show usually uh, we're the show that asks the question and then I put a question here sure this week we're the show that makes the statement Ivana ruin your avocados <laughs> <laughs> wow that works on so many levels mm, it does like, thank you probably at least two it's, it's a double it's a layered Halloween cake mm-hmm. layer cake <laughs> we all love celebrating Halloween the traditional way with a layered cake. With a Halloween cake. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a treat. It is. And do you know what? It's a treat to be sitting here with you, my friend, as we wow. continue to talk about this season of The Bachelorette. Big week for Ali. Oh, sorry. It's the Boo Chill oh. or whatever I said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> I was thinking that Ali, we could call her like a- Alien, like, a Ali- like Alien, like... Not that aliens are necessarily spooky, but like the movie Alien. I think the movie Alien is spooky, and I'll go on a limb to say that Alien's generally pretty spooky. I guess so, but I would also say the X Files was based around that whole premise. Sure, but there are friendly ones. Like whom? Like ET. Oh, ET, the friendly alien. Yeah. As if you're not creeped out by that shit. No, he likes the same candies that we do. Yeah, but is he gooey? He is somewhat gooey. Yeah. See, I'm not into it. I think there's some weird goo shit going on with E.T. that we don't discuss. I had the pleasure of watching uh, The Thing, the movie The Thing, with Mm. someone who had never seen it before this week. 
don't know why I'm hiding their sure. identity. It was my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a real good movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of good in it. That's all. Lots of good. All right. Well, um, yeah, yeah, I tell don't you think what, people... Though, okay, tell me when what. When we're talking about like consistencies of like liquidy sort of goopy stuff, yeah. it's important to get this stuff right and to know what you're doing before you get into it. It really is. And I'm so glad that you have led me right to this. This week, it's Avocado Week mm-hmm. on... The Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Mm-hmm. It's going to dominate discussion. What the fuck was going on? Yeah, it's the main thing that happened to Australia, I would say, this week. And the main thing that's happened this season also. Yeah, that's that's pretty true. It's the, probably the funniest thing I've ever seen in my human life. It, it was just beautiful. I yeah. was so thrilled that this is uh, what took place in our life this yes. week. Uh, it, it guacked my socks off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how, <laughs> how many puns and how bad can they get? <laughs> if you're afraid of puns, this is a really good spooky episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've got some real um, campfire um, pun busters. Oh yeah, if yeah. you're afraid, yeah, of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of stuff coming up. In more puns. Uh, we'll talk about the avocados and yeah. the avocado don'ts of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truly, there was a blender blunder. <laughs> it was um, a double date in more than uh, more than one way. I don't. Know. Or like, because there was the big date in the middle of the avocados. You know, it's a big date. It's like a pip. Yeah, is that like, what you're talking about? Yeah, is that right? Is it a date well, a or date is it a, is a whole other thing? No, okay. I yeah. thought that was like oh, okay. Well, look, not all of us are fruit experts. <laughs> I consider myself the fruit expert of the podcast. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm not a not a fruity boy. But you're a big veg head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so much to talk about this week. We will be discussing Avocado Gate in mm. depth. Mm. Also, uh, what the hell was going on with Robert in that second episode? Yeah. Lots yeah. of weird shit there. Like, truly like a scary... Like because obviously, they shot these a long time ago. They weren't planning for this to air at Halloween and be <laughs> scary. And like it's lucky for us that they are scary just about every time. That's true. There are a plethora of scary men, and they continue to come out of the woodwork. But we may mm. see the emergence of a new favorite in Tate and what was a pretty nice date, true, I thought. True, And also, hopefully, we're... Uh, Ding, ding, ding. Are you listening to that? Oh, what's that? Did, is that what, it, what... Did I hear a That's bell That's the alarm that sounds when it's Todd time, baby. Hey! Yeah, Toddy's just coming up around the corner. I think Finally. there's someone... He's like maybe ringing our doorbell with either... Well, we're going to find out whether it's like a treat or whether maybe he's tricking us in some way. Mm, I think that he might pour us some kind of concoction like a... Not in like a hot toddy. Oh, I understand, because that's exactly what he is. Mm, yes, mm. very, very good indeed. Yeah, he's like an onomatopoeia, except um, I had onomatopoeia on him. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask any further questions good, about good. that. Yep. Yeah. But I'm glad you, you know, <laughs> keeping well, keeping regular. Um, All the time. <laughs> yeah, also, oh, the other thing, not to be too spooky. Oh, yeah. And maybe guard your children's ears if they're listening, you know, yeah. put, put a... Another set of ear, earphones on top of their <laughs> earphones or something. Is there? There's rumors going around, and frankly, I'm I'm inclined to agree that there may in fact be a ghost haunting the Bachelorette Mansion. Yeah, Xavier's done some investigative journalism, and I can't wait to hear about all of the results uh, as yeah. to whether or not one of the members of the house is actually. Well, I mean, here's what it is. Okay. I think I can probably even just talk about it right now. Let's do it. You might have noticed there's a spooky specter who's hanging around in the background of a lot of shots. Yeah, he's like Shadow from Bear, Bear in the Big Blue House. Right. Yeah. Where, where, where is Shadow? 
where could Shadow be? Because he's not getting any camera time. And no. frankly, it's creeping me the fuck out that we're now like half a dozen episodes in. We're down to our final 12. And we've still not met this man whose name supposedly is Daniel. Uh, there were three of them. How are the producers supposed to keep track? And the thing is, you can't really look directly at him. Like True. he sort of like has this sort of... <laughs> faint glow and you can you know but when you try and photograph him like he's just in and out of like you know disappears I mean this is the thing we do have this weird Draco Malfoy-esque character in Paddy over on one side right I'm wondering if this is some sort of polyjuice concoction. Oh, interesting. So he may not actually be an entire person. It's just someone dressing up or... Yeah, exactly. Someone's taken the form of Daniel, but obviously you know the limitations of polyjuice and there's a time limit and... I don't know. You maybe there's uh maybe it's like Ariel from Little Mermaid. There's kind of an Ariel Daniel um merger happening where he doesn't have the power of speech, uh, ah. or the power to uh, be impressive in any but way. He swapped them for those legs, which I'm sure are fine. Mm. I I would I would not mind just getting a look at them even. Oh, those legs of his. Yeah, why not? Mm, leggy boys. Now I just want to uh, touch base on one thing very very quickly, um, Ivan has just not touched on this avocado stuff at all on his socials. I'm so shocked by that. There's just been no mention of I'm it. I'm truly shocked that he's trying to downplay the most embarrassing thing that anyone in history has ever done. Is it the most embarrassing thing that someone's done in BOH history? I'm trying to think what has been worse. Maybe, like, the blunder of Honey Badger not being able to pick someone. That's true. But that's less of an embarrassment, because it's it reveals... The thing is, we've dealt with an embarrassing avocado moment before. Certainly we have. When Matty J proved himself unwilling to even rise to the challenge. I get... You know what? Okay, I'm mm. reconsidering this now. Because Matty J was not even brave enough to attempt, you know, bat- uh, 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 a Bachelor avocado... Uh, incision. I remember. He palmed it off onto his mum, if you remember. That's a couple right. of seasons yeah, ago, yeah. he was like, oh, can you slice into this Why don't you me? cut the avocado? Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't know how. Yes. Whereas Ivan, God bless him, he's just jumped right in there. I, it is really nice that what he has done is taken the... Has he, has he been to brunch? Uh, look, I imagine he is probably... Been to brunch exclusively, but never, you know, like he has had his life handed to him on a silver plate in a way, I guess. Uh. <laughs> uh, and perhaps on like a, you know, lightly toasted ciabatta or something like that. How does he expect that the avocado comes out of the avocado? What does he think that he's eating? All the, oh. I don't know. I don't know. And let's be real. Nine times that well, not t- nine times out of ten, probably half the time you go and get a smashed avo or some avocado-related brunch object. Yes, you're getting either just fucking half an avocado, which you paid twice as much as usual for. Correct. Or that with like little slices in it. Yeah. How like you know probably four or five times out of ten you'll get a fully mashed avo. Yeah. Maybe his only exposure is due to guac. Oh, okay. Here's the other thing that I just want to raise because I am a conspiracy theorist, as you know, with these sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Did he do it intentionally? Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Because, as we'll talk about later, it causes quite a scene. Doesn't it just? Mm, Whilst Mm. two others are trying to have a romantic moment (laughs) of some sort. It's not a bad play, if that's it's what he was pretty, going for. pretty, pretty good. Mm. And the outcome um, overall, though, pretty, pretty bad. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to feel sorry for the guy, I guess. <laughs> well, I don't know if you do. We should discuss it in more depth when yeah. we get there. 
The other thing I just wanted to say quickly is yeah. look out for the phrase right reasons. Oh, yeah. Let's because have a counter this episode. Would that be great? Maybe yeah. I'll do a little ding every time it comes yes, up. Yes, please. Good. More editing. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, okay. So we, we make fun of the fact that that sentence gets said all the time on this show regularly. Yes. But this week, for some reason, was it the right one? Was it the wrong <laughs> one? It's brought up every like 10 minutes. Yeah, this week in particular. I mean, the second episode was full of it. Yeah. And I think that Charlie is the reason for it. I think that he drives the right reason reasoning. I think they get it like most of the sponsors, the actual sponsors of this show are like jealous of that phrase for getting such good placement. <laughs> like you remember the moment where they're, which I didn't talk about in the recap, but the little red rooster thing where yeah. they're just all standing around for no reason, like chucking little bits of popcorn chicken or whatever it is into their mouth. Which they are immediately um, going and spitting out into the bin 100% because you can't, your rig can't handle that, right? That's true. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Unless they're keto, like all protein, but no, that's it's not a good, no, I think that's called keto, and I'm not sure that you're allowed to do it in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll get stuck in the K-hole. <laughs> that's right. Yes, understood. <laughs> K-hole is what happens when you have too much KFC. Right. And this is Red Rooster. It's very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a red hole, like... <laughs> wow! Like Honey Badger. Right? <laughs> With this jalapeno. All right. Like, <laughs> sorry, I'm just getting memories of cooking dates. Um... <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's. Well, we, we should just do it, right? Yeah. Let's dive in. All right. So this is the boo. The boo wait. Bat. Bat works anyway. Because the yeah, bat. Yeah. Chiller, yeah. The bat. Choker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Australia. I'm still <laughs> beating that dead horse. <laughs> Season four, episode five. Uh, five, not five, five. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Asha warns the group that today there will be a double date during which two men go on the date and only one comes back. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to keep forcing it. We learn that those men will be Ivan and Bill. Uh, and upon learning that he's been cho- uh, chosen, Ivan begins to tear up and a handheld camera follows him to the bathroom where he weeps um, until he's comforted by Patty. Yeah. Interesting. And also one of the Dans, and I don't really know which no one. No one is certain which one it is. I think mm-hmm. this one is, Um, I want to call him Farmer Dan, but he's a sports reporter from WA. Right. Yeah, I think that yeah. was him. Yeah. Because yep. you can tell because he when he patted him on the back, it didn't go straight through him. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I do want to say, uh, cool to see a man showing emotion on TV. Mm-hmm. However, Ivan needs to get in touch with reality. Yeah. Right? Not just reality. Television. Right. <laughs> uh, I agree. And I also think, like, cool to see him showing uh, emotion, but also I think the show is having a bit of a laugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. The show's poking fun of him. And I hope this is one of those situations where, unlike in previous weeks where I've been like, no, Robert's wearing a fun shirt. Let him go. Yeah. This is like, I was laughing along because... I was like, come on, Ivan. Get like, it it's going to happen. Yeah. And Bill was devastated, too. This is the worst reaction, I think, that we've seen from two bachelors finding out that they're on a, like a group date together. Yeah. Don't you think like, I remember in previous seasons where it's been all like macho and competitive and like bring it on and mm. may the best man win. Mm. And these two dudes were just like, Oh, they both like, fuck this. They sunk into themselves. Yeah. It was really, know? really weird. Yeah. 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 Um, Ali explains in, in the moment that Bill is here because Charlie dubbed him in for just saying what she wants to hear. Yep. Uh, whilst Ivan is there because she's concerned that his aspirations of a career in dance movies will mean that he can't make her a priority. (laughs) 
So I don't know. This is interesting to me because like a lot of the time, these two-on-one dates are designed to pit two people who are opposites, you know, like yeah, or, or with comp- who have some competition within the house or something like that, or like you know. You can contrast them in some quite clear way. The classic is Chad versus um, the little army man Alex in the JoJo season of oh, The Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And that was eventually how Chad got sent home. And there was that like dramatic whistle scene as he's like re-entering the house to pack his bags. Mm. And everyone's like, he's going to bash. Because typically what it is, is you'll have like the villain versus the snitch. Yeah. Like, which are both archetypes that pop up every season. And Definitely. we have those in our cast right now. We just can't send Charlie versus Bill this early. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's going to be too intense. Yes. You know, maybe. Like, because they really look like they're about to throw fists at any moment. It's really odd, this. And I I mean, I've got more to say about Charlie later. Mm, mm. But um, his constant inability to just understand that what he is doing is being on a reality TV show and that maybe... I don't know. Is it for him to say whether another man is being genuine or not? What does right. he know about that? Right. And he makes a great point, uh, or Bill rather makes a great point in the second episode about mm. that mm. during one of their fucking 700 confrontations. Yes. At a certain point, I just stopped taking notes about them. Yes. But um, we both <laughs> will never forget them. So we will <laughs> still discuss them. Um, but yeah, anyway, the three of them go to a, I don't, like, it's like a hotel bar or yeah, something. Yeah, something like, like that. It's a function room. It feels like they paid down. Yeah, this was like, despite the fact that they've brought two of their people onto it, like it's like <laughs> half the budget. Um, the alley reveals that the men will be cooking for her. So Bill will make the main, which we never find out. What no one knows what Bill made. And then I, I noticed at one point they cut back from a, an ad break and Ali's like, mm, that was scrumptious. <laughs> it was so filling. Um, and yeah, Yvonne's going to make the dessert. So while Bill's cooking, Ali grills Yvonne on how their potential marriage could possibly work if he's touring as a dancer. Which I'm like, you can make it work. You can make it work. As a touring musician yep. who is happily married. Yep. It's not true. Congratulations. Thank you. Didn't, no, cool. Didn't Continue. Yeah. Muzzle. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just bugged me because I think that's misinformation. It is misinformation. I can understand her having some concern and I can also understand how like his, you know, his lifestyle may not gel as well with hers as some of the other men. But it shouldn't be, the, the stakes shouldn't be like, no, no one could make this work. Like, you have to pick between that and me. Now, I do want to raise this counterpoint, mm-hmm. which is that the place where we left it with Ivan and Ali was mm. Ivan saying, so I want to move to America. Would you come? Well, yes. Yeah. And I did forget about that. That's <laughs> true. That was, a, that, was a, that was a bad moment for Ivan. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot at stake here where Ivan's just sort of been like, excuse me, I would like to push all of my chips into the center of the table, please. Yeah. What does that... Oh, no, I have to turn over three cards now? Oh, I don't like this at all. Oh, no. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, and, and now I'm Ali hungry and I don't like, even have a bite to eat. Yes, precisely. And I would love to dip something in this avocado. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Ivan assures her that it will only take two or three months for him to achieve his dream of being in a Step Up movie. What? Which I'm shocked by, but also, like, I mean, maybe, considering, like, the... Amount of expert, like the amount of talent he's got. Let's not lie. Yeah, like, he's very talented. He's good. He's hot. He's, he's talented. hot. He's young. Yep. He's flexible. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Stop. Okay. All right. But um, 
I don't know. I also did a little bit of Googling on the Step Up franchise, just out of curiosity. Sure. Something I've followed a little bit, but haven't necessarily kept up with. Part of the reason for that is there hasn't been one for four years. Okay. And there's none in production. So it's not like he could just go over, shoot his scene, and then come right back. Yeah. Um, but also, the movie franchise has now moved to a new home and is... Is it the streets? <laughs> no, that happened a while ago. There was also some heat in Miami for a while. Oh, oh okay. Yep. But no, it's now found a home as a series on YouTube t- Premium. Okay. So, a little bit of a step down, you Perhaps might say. <laughs> One might say that... <laughs> <laughs> so, is he going to get to do it? I mean, Maybe. Honestly, like Bachelor, if, if that's the case, like Bachelorette is probably doing better for like in his career than a, a YouTube series, right? Hundred percent, right? And so here's the other thing: this is what this is what I was thinking about. Maybe he's already got this lined up. You yeah. know, yeah. maybe he's like, oh, I've just got to go overseas for a couple of months and shoot this thing. He probably can't say that. Yeah, but you're totally right. It could it could be all inked and ready to go. This uh, like it's and it's hard to say which is the truth because on the one side, one side. That's logical and believable, yeah. right? Where yeah. you'd be like, oh, this man's a, a dancer. He's been on TV. He's talented. He's hot. He probably could go overseas for two months, shoot a step up and come home. Yeah. Now, on the other side, this is the man who cried when he was asked on a double date mm. with Ali mm. and said that it would only take him two months to achieve his life dream of being on step up. Yeah. And, and then we there go was on also to see... something that happens <laughs> just after that. Um. But, you know, so he, he assures Ali that his ultimate goal is still to fall in love and to have a fucking gigantic family. Boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. Uh, and he says, even though I know Bill is in the kitchen, I'd love to know if there's a spark and I'd love to kiss you. Um, and she tells him, I don't think we should while Bill is in there. But then, according to his narration, he says, I think we connected enough with our eyes and even just holding her hand and feeling that warm and a little bit of sweat. Yeah, I think she got the message. Wow. Which is just incredible. Xavier, when was the last time that you felt that warm and a little bit of sweat? <laughs> uh, it's been some time, Maxwell. What's that, Mamu? <laughs> yeah, Number yeah, five? yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody come and got the warm and sweat. And to the, around the corner, I only know the Bob the, the Builder version. Here, and so. it's time for us to build what we want to. <laughs> There's a house with a roof that leaks. It's an urgent job and it could take us weeks. There's Lofty, Dizzy, Lofty, Holy and two. Dizzy. Oh, lofty yeah. Lofty, and Dizzy, and also Lofty. And Wendy always knows just what to do. A little bit of building. And a saw. A, a little, little bit, bit of fixing, mix, making that's for sure. waterproof. A little bit of making waterproof. A little bit of falling off the roof. Okay, so. A little bit of Bob's dead. He fell off the roof. That's how the series ended. Spooky. <laughs> so, Ivan is a little bit nervous yep. about making dessert. <laughs> and we see a shot of the recipe, and it's in clear focus. So, we see it's for an avocado and chocolate mousse. It features four ingredients and a garnish. It takes up half a page. It seems pretty much foolproof. <laughs> <laughs> the first instruction reads puree the avocados until smooth. And we watch <laughs> we have fallen over as he puts two entire unpeeled avocados into the blender, puts on the lid and begins trying to blend them. And uh 
As as Ali tries to talk to Bill about whether he's here for the right reasons, drinking, uh, we hear the noise of the blender getting increasingly loud in the background, which I thought was really good. It was so funny. So it was just funny. the best bit of editing. I'm so happy with the editors for this. Yeah. They should win an Emmy. Right. They, yeah. they, they, daytime, not, wait, not Logie. Eligible. Yeah, yeah, Daytime Logie. No, they should win an Oscar. They should win a oh, Grammy. Yeah. They, they should, should win a Tony. <laughs> They should, yeah, they should, what, so that they're going to EGOT, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Because yeah. he, he got, he got that so wrong. stones in the <laughs> fucking blender. <sighs> uh, we watch, <laughs> it just goes on as well, because he tries to like pour this goo out. Like, he try, he, at lumpy. first, he tries to just pour it out normally from the blender, and it's like this sludgy, thick brown goo it's so much with poison. bits of pip in it. So he has to get a spoon and scoop it out. <laughs> At which point does it does it occur to him that it's all gone wrong? I don't know. According to... I, I read an interview afterwards where it was like, yeah, somebody told me at one point, but it was far too late by then. It was far too late. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Here's the thing. There, I, it's a bit hard to tell, and I'd have to go back through, like, freeze frame it or whatever, but there were more than two avocados in the little bowl there. Yeah. So they had accounted for this happening, which I think is incredible. <laughs> but then also he was like, nah, you know what? <laughs> he was like, nah, fuck it. Something's gone wrong, but I can't tell what. I just can't put my finger Did on it. Did I put it? slightly too much cocoa in there? <laughs> like, so as he rejoins Ali and Bill, mm. um, Ali jokes, "You didn't put the pip in there with it, did you?" And she's clearly kidding. Yeah, she doesn't think anyone she would do think that. Anyone's that stupid. And Ivan sort of laughs, and he puts his head in his hands, <laughs> and he says in voiceover, "I don't think I nailed it. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think you did, mate. I don't. Th- oh no." And we watch them politely trying to eat a few mouthfuls of it. They're just sort of. Scooping a tiny bit off the top so it doesn't get any lumps in it. Good lord. (sighs) Bill really had a go. And he patronized the fuck out of Ivan. And I was I was so there for Bill in that moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's hard not to like I feel for the guy. I don't want to add to the chorus of people who are making a mockery of him. No. But also did you see what he did? Did you see what happened? Mm. Sometimes you leave yourself open. Right. Mm. Bill I was, I'm not on board with Bill mm. as a general rule. Mm. I'm more on board with Bill this week than I was last week. Okay, I'm still I'm still in the negative with Bill. Yeah. Now, the way that he big dogged uh, Ivan mm. there, mm. just glorious. Yeah, real real strong. Very good. Because like have on to a tour on one anything. day, right? That's yeah. it. And and he could have. Yeah. Like uh, someone, I'm trying to think who, fucking British man. Sam. Sam? Which Sam? From last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have really kicked up a sting. 100%. Um, anyway, Ali pretty soon tells Yvonne that she can't see a future with him. Uh, and as she walks him out, she says, I want you to dance all over the world. Like that YouTube video <laughs> from like 2006. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, sadly, I wanted to dance for you. You did. You did. You danced you did like it four every times. single episode. Every episode you did. Mm. And you were good. You were no great. No one's taking that away from you. You, you were need spotlighted. to dance out of here you right get, now. You've got plenty of camera time. So much time, Ivan. Uh, good job for getting on the TV. Sorry that it didn't work out. Mm. You fucked the moose. Yeah, you fucked. <laughs> 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 you sure did. Uh, Is that new screwed the pooch? Is that I the, think yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and in the limo, he says he feels like someone ripped his heart out of his chest and stomped on it. It's really interesting because I think that the more accurate way to describe it is that someone put his entire body in a blender and tried <laughs> to serve it as mousse. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably a bit more like it. Also, it wasn't someone. It was Ali. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we know. Um, Bill arrives back at the mansion and Charlie is absolutely fuming that Bill came back instead of Yvonne. How deluded is Charlie? Yeah. I you mean, he wasn't I mean? there for the avo thing. But... Nah, he didn't see the avocado thing. Mm. And Can you imagine being Bill, coming back to the group and being like, here's what happened. <laughs> is there any chance that they would believe him? No. Like, Yvonne seems like a regular person. He seems like a like a regular guy. Not like a friggin' space alien. No, but and he would obviously... He's got a good rig. He knows how to take care of himself. How has he not encountered... been exposed to avocado The before? healthy fats and, you know, good balanced, like... The whole bit. Whatever the fuck's in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, good fats. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Charlie's really fucking angry they get in another really unpleasant argument um and then bill presents the rose that he was given and charlie storms out of the room saying and in the moment you don't give a dog a treat if it bites you on the hand has it bitten her on the hand i don't think so i think he thinks that bill by saying what she wants to hear has bitten her on the hand but in actual fact that's more like if you ask a dog to roll over and then it rolls over yeah that's not... That's good boy. That's a good boy. Yeah. You've actually got a good boy. You've got a good boy on, on your, your hands. hands there. Yeah. Now, I do think that Bill is smarmy, but I... So, I'm going to ding myself here. I think that he might be there for the right reasons. Okay. Two. It's hard to say. We haven't really seen any signs that he's not yet, right? Not really. He he's stepped been, in I mean, front of Tate one night yeah. to get more time with Ali. Yeah. Which is not the worst thing you can do on this show. No. That's more of a strategic move. Yeah. Uh, which is what a lot of this show is about. 100%. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure people, like, I don't really like the guy. No. I'm with you there. I'm sure maybe some of our listeners will have uh, stronger opinions about him. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, last week I was really, really out, but I've started to come a bit further around to... The idea that maybe Bill's just a different person to me, and he, it's okay. He's mm. just going about trying to woo this woman. Is he or is he not a horrible fucked racist, though? Cause there oh, is yeah, that that's right. Thing. I forgot about that yeah. bit. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm back out on Bill. Yeah, sorry, mm. Bill. You had okay. a good... <laughs> yeah, a good there run. was a few moments in the sun where we all forgot about the terrible thing that mm. you said, and now... Oh, boy. Look, if you're able to make me forget, but, you know, yeah, fuck um, off as yeah, well. that's also true. In Bill's In The Moment, he says, It's The Bachelorette, not The Charlie Show, and it's bull shit. Just a good little... Liked his impression of Charlie there. <laughs> Thought that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would not watch The Charlie Show. Me neither. Charlie Brown Show, maybe? Maybe, Is yeah. that what that's called? No, Peanuts. Peanuts. Shit. All right, uh, Dan, Todd, Charlie, Robert, Pete, and Tate have been arbitrarily picked for a group date, which involves little children. We love these dates. We sure do. Daddy dates. Daddy date care. <laughs> or something. Osher introduces the men and Ali to these kids, who are named Oscar, Evoca, Evie, Genevieve, Harrison, and Tino. Have you listed them in order of cuteness? Oh, uh, no. Would you like to? 
Um, this is Max's kids, I think, are cute corner. <laughs> All of them equally. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, in a, in a healthy way. Yep. Yep. Um, it's pretty funny to me that we are now meeting this season's first non-white cast member. <laughs> and it's a five-year-old named Genevieve. <laughs> and by funny, I mean completely fucked. <laughs> um, but you know, there you go. <laughs> Casting uh, is really that's really stepped, stepped it, up. it up for yep. the latter half of the season. Good on him. Um. So yeah, the idea is the men are going to pretend to be these kids' dads or something. I guess. To you watch one of the intruders going to be amphibious. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. How how many years have we waited for a frog boy on the show? <laughs> I know. I know. It was going to be one of us. You I can guess. Go on water it, and yeah. on land. Mm. Mm. Like a duck. Oh, cute. Yeah. We've seen ducks on the show, right? We've seen that horse. Oh, yeah. Oh, love that. Have we? Have love we? that horse. Uh, when Kelly's away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Todd gets a little bit of screen time talking about his little partnership of Harry Bear and T.A. That's cute. Pretty cool. Like yeah. a buddy cop sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert doesn't know how to deal with kids at all. And he kind of laughs maniacally at the camera and is in the moment. About how bad he is uh, about kids. Like and someone's like, how are you with kids? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really quite haunting, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um Yeah, it was Darkness <laughs> falls across the land. <laughs> it was not a good look for Robert. No. Um so each man and child duo has to build a roadworthy bicycle and ride it down a hill towards Alley. Yeah, I mean I didn't see anyone there who was certifying a green slip of roadworthiness, <laughs> but you know, I'm sure they were um, I Rosa really Maritime hope there was services like, registered. Yeah, I yeah. hope there were like medics and stuff on hand because, like, I wouldn't be tr- I wouldn't trust myself to build a bike that a child should be on. Oh, there definitely are medics on hand. Do you remember when Brittany went face first over the Segway earlier this year? Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, everyone came rushing over, and Nick was like, "I'll handle it." Yeah, let me. Excuse me, please get out of the way, medics. I'll. Uh, get, <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert points out that both he and his allocated child dress similarly. And he points out that the kid has a good sense of style. Cute. What are we getting at with Robert? Not sure. Don't know. Really unsure. Big mystery. Very odd. Anyway, Charlie and Genevieve end up winning a victory for non-white people in the (laughs) audience everywhere, I'm sure. Uh. Uh, Charlie and Ali head back to an outdoor batchy couch by a campfire where Ali pretty much immediately presents him with a rose, congratulating him on his potential to be a great father. Now. Hmm. He's already a father. That's right. Yeah. That's absolutely right. I forgot about this incredible bombshell. Yeah. So, here's what I was thinking about this. Not only does he have the upper hand as someone who is a builder, right? Like, he's a tradesman, works with his hands all the time. Knows how to build bikes. Right, but the way that his demeanour with the kid was actually pretty incredible, right? Not too bad. Yeah. Hell of a lot less frightening than his normal, everyday yeah. behaviour. Yeah. Um. So, look, maybe Ali's made a, an informed choice here. Yeah. Or was it just fastest to finish? It was fastest to finish. Okay, so he was just at an advantage all around here. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the other thing about this date, too, is like it's predicated on the idea that it's about like how good of a father they might be, how nice they are with the kids, how well they're suited to the thing or whatever. But it's like, but it's also it's like how good you are at building stuff. Yeah. Which I don't really like that. Grease monkey. Is that <laughs> a phrase we still use? I don't think so. I'm not sure. It feels off. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, the two of them share a kiss, and then they share another kiss, and then another kiss, and another yeah, kiss. Yeah, it keeps and going, kiss, doesn't it? Kiss, and the kisses are getting longer. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's yeah, the episodes aren't getting longer. <laughs> We're just more of them is kiss. It's just more kiss time. Mm. And Gene Simmons has like fifteen oh, minutes good, towards good, good. <laughs> He's a reality star. He could do he it. He is. Yeah, I would prefer to watch Ozzy Osbourne, TBH. But mm. Mm. it's a shame that Gene Simmons' family jewels gets kicked off the show. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't know that Gene Simmons and Jewel were related. But oh. Yeah, I guess it runs in the family, mm. you know. <laughs> Gene lasts so long, <laughs> even after you're gone. It's about how he's haunting the Bachelorette Mansion. That or makes something. sense. Yeah. Spooky as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, very on brand this mm. week. Yep. So at the cocktail party, we see, surprisingly enough, Bill and Charlie attempting to bury the hatchet. Very odd. Loved all of the um, confessionals from Jules at this point. Yes. It was also the point where I looked at my TV and I was like, well, Jules is going home. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, Jules is still here. Yeah. Oh, and we're seeing him as a reminder that he's here. Mm. Anytime you see a visibility spike, uh, listeners, that's how you know when someone is going home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless I mean, is that what Todd's gonna go go, go through next no, week? No, I think we've seen a visit a baby spike from Todd this week. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we're now gonna see him maybe emerge as a new contender. Secret whereas, hot background hot. Precisely. Toddy. Whereas the next time that we hear from sports reporter Dan Ugh. or Daniel the Ghost, uh, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In well. the same way that uh, we heard with uh, what's his name, Danny, in the next episode. I'm sure you're right. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yes. Oh, kissy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, Bill, obviously, uh, sorry, Bill says, obviously, I know we've had our differences, but as I said off camera, I just want a clean slate, which is interesting because it's like they've already had this discussion and now they've reset it for the cameras. Yes. The cameras have been like, you need to have this discussion again. Yeah. You didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean you've buried the hatchet? Mm. Your enemies. Charlie seems to accept this. Um he says, I'm outspoken, I say it how it is, but don't take offense to it because it's just the truth. <laughs> this is weird. This <laughs> is, is nice. This as is he this gets. God delusion um complex kind of shit where like Charlie's like, No, what I am saying is the objective truth. Right. And I don't like that. Mm. And he's like, I can't fault you for being wrong. You're not a god like I am. Yeah, like, exactly. You just don't have the same Adonis qualities. Yeah. Uh it's that that's the scary part of Charlie for me, where he's like, "No, what I am saying is objective fact, and you're wrong." Yeah, he won't accept any kind of criticism or no, won't listen to other people's perspectives. And I think that it's interesting to think about how th- like the idea of being threatened plays into that, because it seems like as we move through these confessionals where they are attempting to bury the hatchet and having a laugh, etc., mm. um, Charlie seems to talk about how Bill's not a threat. Yeah. And how he's in a much more comfortable position now with Ali. Mm. So he doesn't care about Bill as much. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Is like so so Bill assures him that both of them are there for the right reasons. Oh. Um I didn't write down all of them, but I yeah. wrote down enough. Um but yeah, in Charlie's in the moment, it's pretty clear that he's like only accepting this olive branch from Bill because yeah, he doesn't think Bill is a threat. Uh, he's he stepped up in the competition and like so it's not even worth worrying about him. Yeah, you see that sort of like Mario Kart. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm in first place and I'm so far out in front that I can't even see you in my like little radar. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like probably a green shell like hanging off the back. Hanging so off the even back. if 
they wanted to like shoot something at him, it would just go boom. Yep. And he would still be okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, and enough bananas on the tracks that everyone's just going to be slowed down by this. Everyone's anyway. just going to be completely slowed down. Nothing can possibly go wrong. But wait, Bill's got a blue shell. Uh oh. You, even if you're dangling, whatever you're dangling behind you, you're still going to get got by that thing. That's exactly right. You mm-hmm. can't avoid the blue shell. No. No. And, like, like I mean, not to mention Tate with a bullet in the next episode. Oh, that's true. Mm. Yeah. And someone's got the little star that. Dee, 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 yeah. dee, dee. Todd, Golden Boy. <sighs> Todd. Mm. Not too far removed from Toad. Wow, who's yeah. got very good speed? He does good top speed. Good top speed, not nice the head best of hair. acceleration. Very yeah. light on the road, but still mm-hmm. nice head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but then, yeah, okay. So, mere moments later, when Ali takes Bill for the first chat at the cocktail party, Charlie flips. He says, "In the moment, it hurts me because I want to protect her and save her, but she's still falling for it again." Ugh. Not to use the fucking Princess Peach analogy or whatever, but there is like this, you know, rescuing complex that I think he has where, you know, it's not his responsibility. It's not yeah. up to him to swoop in and save the day. It's such a shitty mask thing. And also the theatrics of it were just, uh, it reminds me of being at uni and watching someone's shitty project, like their very first project where. They're acting in it and they don't know what they're doing. And mm. we're all 18 and no one knows what they're doing when they're 18. But then I actually do remember this one specific project where this kid was like, I loved her and you stole her from me. And I was like, oh, no. What did you study again? <laughs> uh, I studied, yep, creative writing. This was in chemistry? Creative writing. An arts degree, you uh, see. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. What do you do with it? Oh, still not sure I know. Yeah. Mm. Um, we also see Patty asking Charlie, quote, is he telling her what she wants to hear? So he's just kind of like saying the word, like a, a producer has told him to stoke this fire, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know what to make of it, but I think it's interesting because it's like he's speaking the language of the show. Patty's shitty, uh, but I think that he is playing the role of like Puck Midsummer Night's Dream very yeah. well in this. Yeah. Yeah, like where he's just this weird evil imp who goes around um, pushing people's buttons and like teehee causing mm. Uh, mm. causing mischief and uh, drinking potions wherever he goes. Yeah, and you need to slap shot him into the goal in order to score. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like this is like 45 seconds of the show. We watched an increasingly drunk Charlie talk about how Bill is a king manipulator and how a leopard can't hide its spots. At this point, I'm just getting bored. Yeah. Because it's just that what they've done is like made you believe that they were burying the hatchet and then they didn't end up doing it. So I'm yeah. like, great, you wasted more of my time. Precisely that. And then we go to the rose ceremony. Um, Bill and Charlie both have roses, so we're going to have to keep watching this boring macho bullshit <laughs> like keep playing out in future What's episodes. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, so yes, Bill, there's an amount of macho or whatever he's not to the what he's doing. Main problem. Charlie's the aggressor here. Yeah. yeah. But it's... You know, because he's picked Bill as his target and because yeah. Bill's not going home. That's right. Which is because gonna... Bill also has the um temerity to kind of stand up for himself, I guess. Yeah. And I don't I don't like the way that he argues. No. Really. No. But obviously like he's in a he's in a situation where there's a big bully who's really just picking on him. Precisely. I don't know how anyone would hold up. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. Um but Ali hands out the roses in this order. Tate, Patty, Dan, Daniel. Nidorina Beedrill, Robert, Danny, Pete, Todd. Well, just wanted to say Nidorina Beedrill. Robert Downey? 
Robert Downey's in this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's still there too. Oh my God. Got Rose this week. I can't believe it. <laughs> Not Junior either. It was his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought he was busy dating Ali McBeal. Is? No, Ali Ochin. Oh. Yeah. That's where I've gone wrong. Yeah. Mm. She's in costume as Ali. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so it's goodbye to Jules. Ah, oh, Jules. I, he was on the show. Oh, Jules. Oh, Jules. <laughs> Yeah, goodbye, Jules. We, you were fine. He was fine. Yeah, I kind of like him fun. towards yeah. the end. Yeah. Like, but there were things that freaked me out about him. Um, but you know, it was the mustache. You didn't like the mustache. I'm very scared, generally speaking. Yeah, I'm a timid little <laughs> little grub who is worried about being smushed underfoot. Understood. Unders- unders- <laughs> yeah. Um, but if he wants to come on the podcast, it's just fine by me. We love Jules. Yeah. He says, he tells Ali, you're a bloody darling. And then he turns around and says, gents, somebody better bloody marry her. Invite me to the wedding. Thank you, gentlemen. It was good. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that Jules will end up with a nice career as a presenter on Channel V. I bet. Wow. Wait, are they going to bring that back? Uh, Channel V still exists. exists. Maybe he'll work for the feed or something. What's Marty Smiley do? That? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting, setting the scene a little. If your uh, candles have gone out, listener, maybe relight them. That wasn't spooky. That's just like a... Yeah, but I did it with the tremolo at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I am a little frightened. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if your jack-o'-lantern isn't still... <laughs> What do you do on Halloween? Have you what? How have you celebrated Halloween in 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 the past? In the past, because you don't watch movies. I feel no. like for me, I like will like watch horror movies if I don't have a spooky party or something to go to. I grew up in a household that was quite anti-Halloween. Like my dad was never uh, very celebratory of it. Is my it because it's too American? Yeah, my parents have a bit of that too. Yeah, so my dad was very very into like, no, nah, that's a fucking American holiday. And I also grew up in. Regional Australia, sure. Where if you do that, not that, you're much maybe weird. Influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I at the moment I'm enjoying. We'll go outside in a bit and look at the um, skeleton that one of our neighbours has hung from oh, their I ceiling. Saw that. yeah, it's really cool. Hey, I didn't know it was a decoration. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. a really good Halloween decoration earlier today, which is like in between two houses that had heaps of like cobwebs and jack o' lanterns and like black cats and stuff like that. Sure. And they clearly felt like maybe they were a little bit outgunned, so they had thought of a pretty good uh, sort of last-minute little decoration, which is just a big bit of cardboard, um, maybe from like a fridge box or something like that, Mm -hmm. which they had spray-painted the word beware (laughs) onto. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's great. That's all you need. Yeah. So in terms of my celebration, I don't know. I don't think that I really participate that Mm. heavily. Mm. You know, I'm not a dress-up spoy either, but for you, I will listen to the Monster Mash this week. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's my favorite song. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard... We can go into this at a later date. It's a graveyard smash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And the thing is, it was... It caught on in a... Oh, fuck. (laughs) Let's talk about the boo till or eek. See, son of Dr- Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein is more. Oh, fuck. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piss! <laughs> <laughs> the spookiest liquid. 
Uh, Ode 6. <laughs> Ooh, Osha. Ghouls, but no, they all suck. Osha says this week is all about finding out who's here for the right reasons. This oh. is the episode with so much of it. Yeah. Um, before he produces a single date card, which we soon learn is for Tate. And Tate says, I've literally got to put everything on the line or I might be sent home packing. Tate's date. Very mm. excited. The phrase, I might be sent home packing, like you'll be sent packing and then you'll be sent home. Mm, no, no one is packing. <laughs> no one is in the process of packing. He has to pack on the way. Yeah, yeah. Like he's handed just a big pile of dirty laundry. Yeah, and he's like trying bag. to stuff stuff in his backpack. Mm, in yeah, the backseat of the limo. <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> Um, Tate and Ali haven't shared that much time together, but in my opinion, this date makes it very clear that Ali pretty much already knows that she wants to end up with him. Would yeah, you me agree? too. Yeah. Um, now Ali had previously specifically designed a single date for Tate. Yes. Which Bill stole from him using That's the right. wild rose. Now, before we go there, because I just want to touch back on this other thing okay. where, uh, Charlie was like, Bill's not here for the right reasons. Oh, but- sure. Bill's... He interrupted Tate to get some time with Ali. Right. And then Bill, again, used the Wild Rose to steal a date from Tate. Oh. Yeah. So, here's my thought. Bill recognizes Tate for the threat that he is. Yeah. Bill's kind of there for the right reasons also. Maybe you're right. Because yeah. that's just good strategy. If you yep. spot a front runner, yep, he's like, it. I'm not worried about you. While you're shooting about it, no one knows what the, what the worry is. Mm. I think maybe Bill knows who, who the threat is. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. It's very perceptive. Um, but yeah, it's funny that she has already picked a date for him and made a point of saying it's like specifically designed for him. So you would think this date would probably really closely resemble that wakeboarding date. Yeah. That she had in mind for him before, right? One would think. Not exactly. No, very different, Not isn't exactly. it? Not exactly. Yeah. It's a bit of an active wear date, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Bit of a... bit of Anyway, um, Ali, Ali says, I told Osha that I love a good adventure and I love the great outdoors, so he's created this treasure hunt that we're going to go on. This is cool. The only thing that was missing from this date for me was Osha actually popping out from behind a tree. Couldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And it made me think like... Did Osha have that much to do with this? Not sure. And the th- like, but but it's I, I just think like whether or not it was him because I do think it's a pretty good date. It's and a good it's date. the kind of thing I would credit him for because I think he's creative and funny. Yeah. But also I would be happy to credit the producers who secretly did it or whatever. Yeah. But it's just so weird that sometimes the show wants to pretend that everything that happens is Osha's little secret little pro- <laughs> passion project. Yeah. And other times it wants you to like. It wants to show every single me- member of the production team individually. Like, you, it wants to introduce yeah, them all to yeah, you, yeah. And get, give them camera time and stuff like that. <laughs> like, it's such a weird balance. You have yeah. to pick. This is Carly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, here's the back of, you know, Tom, <laughs> and he's going to ask if you want to, because women get to do whatever they want. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn's get to wearing all sorts a of microphone troubling he's shit. sexist. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I don't know. That just, I had me scratching my head. Mm. Um we learn that neither of them knows how to use a compass. Yeah. Not hard. No, not that difficult. Kind of uses itself, honestly. <laughs> One of it, little arrow, points yeah. N. What do you reckon that stands for? Figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm... Yeah, I realistically, I'm not that good at orienteering. Max. Yeah. The N means north. Oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I've made some terrible mistakes oh, in my... God. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um... 
But anyway, we watched them follow a bunch of like sort of amazing race style clues, I guess, mm. on like a just a, a micro level, I guess. Uh, and and it helps them find wine and a Polaroid camera and funnily enough, some chocolate fondue. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Just like you're gonna have flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like lumpy and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was weird when they got to the roadblock. Mm. And it was like, you can either choose um, ice sledding or <laughs> like Eskimo tossing. Right, yeah. 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 Um, I, you know, I didn't one really of them is slightly more dangerous, but it might be slightly faster. That's right, yeah. The other one's sort of the chicken's way out, but you're gonna, it's going to cost you some time. Yeah, and so I didn't anticipate either of those things coming in. But I did, you know, I think that they did the right thing in retrieving the U-turn and playing it um, a little bit later on in the day. Certainly, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> It's. I think it's a little bit cute. Yeah. This date, it's like, cute. it's a little bit cute. But I also think that Ali's descriptions of it are super excessive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wrote down some of the things that she said, and I just like kind of can't believe where it's coming from. Okay. Um, she says Tate and my energy is so electric. I don't know how to describe it. Um, and it's like I don't know. I'll have some examples in a sec. But anyway, they, they start sharing this incredibly long kiss and the camera operator gets a little bit bored during this very long kiss and it <laughs> focuses on Tate's backpack, which drops off the shoulder that he's slung yeah, in the cross. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like, so they're, they're, they're hanging out by a roaring fire that night and they crack into the wine and stuff that they found earlier. They're admiring their Polaroids, yada, yada. It's all nice. It's yeah. all good. It's yeah. batchy good. Yeah. But like, does this energy sound electric to you? Tate says, I've noticed today that you smile so much. And like, honestly, like I get so much joy out of trying to make someone smile and to see you like laughing and like so cute. And then Ali says, and that is so kind. You've got the traits that I'm looking for. It just feels like normal with you. Like, it really feels electric. Yeah. Like, aren't you just like jumping out of your friggin' seat? At yeah. How- the tips of my hairs are standing on end. Yeah. And Jim Carrey as the cable guy, will be visiting soon. I'm picking up dust around the room. <laughs> um, I'm If I t- were to touch you, it would be like... Tsk, oh, that'd be, be like, annoying, Ouch. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, don't tase me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't tate me, bro. <laughs> don't tate me, bro. <laughs> I like that a lot. Thank you. I hated what I said. <laughs> um, they kiss again by the fire for another 25 minutes or so. Uh, and Tate says, I like kissing you. And Ali says... I like kissing you too. <laughs> could you? Oh, I mean, be still, I my could beating heart. Have like, been melted by the tension. Yeah, yeah. I but just then, was, oh, I was on edge. So this is what it looks like between them. Oh. But then, in in the moment when she's talking to the camera, she says, "It's just the most amazing feeling," and I think that's what love is. Like the disparity between what we what we are seeing here and what she's describing is. Immense. It is incredible. And here's the other thing. Like, I think that's what love is. Mm. Maybe this is what's happened before. Do you reckon? Yeah. Like, yeah. not to psychoanalyze, but... Well, no, but maybe that's what they're going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this really... Oh, am I doing it again? <laughs> Far break. <laughs> Mom. Yeah. Ray. <laughs> Raymond. Okay, that's tricky. I guess we have to be in costume with our voices <laughs> on a podcast, right? Oh, right. Uh, whom, wait, Marge. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, it's not. <laughs> um, Ray. Marge. Someone ate all my casserole. Bart. I can't do voices. Me neither. 
Um, I mean, my Robert's pretty good. It's actually very good. <laughs> Uh, she gives him a rose, saying, The connection that I've formed with you is something so real and something that I'm looking for. And to be honest, I can just see our lives merging together and I can see us falling in love. I can't believe I just said that. Wow. Oh, oh my God. Then they kiss and she hands him the rose and then they kiss again. So much kissing. Ooh, must be a, a big chapstick week. <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought to you by Blistex. Yeah. I mean, probably is. It was. Yeah, weren't right. they sponsoring last season? Yes. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Do, I don't know. I mean, Tate will win. I think. I agree. Like uh, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. But it's like this was just so strange because it felt like it was their like fourth date or something. Yeah. It felt like there was a lot of stuff that had already been communicated that just clearly wasn't as important as all the Charlie Bill bullshit that's already been right. on screen. I bet. Yeah. They've been meeting up at cocktail parties, hanging out, chatting off camera, they that would. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, those fucking guys. Mm. And I wonder if the um having the experience now of having done a Maddie J at it once mm. the producers are like oh we can just maddie dray him after yeah. we get all this tension out of the way yeah would have been maybe would have been nice to get to know tate a little earlier but mm. you know that's fine i bet I, we're gonna be saying the same thing about toddy oh yeah i hope yeah. so he seems like a nice man doesn't he yeah well um the men uh, there's a group date uh, we, there's no card we're just fucking doing we're it. just here in They're our suits. instructed to dress sharply. It's incredibly important for what's about to happen. Um, and Osha tells them that in order to help ensure that Ali doesn't re- repeat the mistakes of the past, two people whose opinions she trusts will be coming to the mansion to try and rat out anyone who's not there for the right reasons. Ding, ding, ding. Six, six, six. So Ali introduces her best girlfriend, Jess, and her cousin, Bianca, saying, quote, about Bianca... She is like my sister. We've grown up ever since we were babies. <laughs> I stopped growing up when I was a baby. And that's how I came to become the podcast host you know and love, dear listeners. Does Ali have siblings? Do we know about that? I don't know. Maybe they refuse to appear on the show. There's all sorts of reasons. I don't know. I truly don't. Okay. Um, it doesn't really matter. I mean, this is a very standard kind of group date, I think. Yep. Um, I guess they're hoping that the stakes of this one are higher than usual because Ali's made so many bad decisions or, you know, decisions in the past that she now regrets. Yep. I don't know, personally. Yeah. Because at this point, I'm like... Because the, 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 the point of this is they're under, underlining the fact that Ali doesn't trust her own decisions. Yeah. And and when you keep telling me that, as a viewer of the show, I'm like, and why am I watching what this show? What am I show? doing here? Why is... Yeah, exactly that. Like, if she doesn't trust her own decisions, uh, I understand the need to set up dramatic tension. Sure. But is that actually making more tension? Is it in the service of the show? Or is it just like... I don't think so. I think the more the better tension that has been this season has been her being unable to keep her um, mitts off any man. Do you know what right, I mean? The horniness tension. The ho- yeah, yeah, exactly that. The, Something like, I've experienced. And I love him, and I love him. <laughs> right. Which, like, you know, we were crying out for that in Honey Badger season yeah, as well. Definitely. When he was like not showing enough affection towards anybody. Yeah. And it seems like that's kind of Ali's thing. Is she's like. Really locked She's and loaded. Being affectionate. Wants to do this fucking thing with someone, and it turns out, whoops, there's a there's, there's a, a few good options in front of us. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I like the options, whatever. Yeah, but like that's more interesting to me. Ha- having her try and pick between people rather than like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, is Help. Bill really being genuine? Mm. I don't know. Like, because maybe Bill's fine, or you know, like Bill's clearly, you know, we've established, mm. but um. 
just yeah, you're absolutely right in that the tension should be between all of these people are good and how can I choose mm. and what if I choose the wrong one but mm. they're all good, oh no, versus am I being fed lies? Yeah. And I think also they, they do in a way try and have their cake and eat it too on this date because... The Halloween we, cake? Yes, that's right. The layered cake of Halloween <laughs> where one layer is tricks and one layer is treats. That's good. And um, the other layer is pumpkin. Oh, that could be quite good actually. Mm. Um because it seems like they spotlight a lot of the people that we've spent a lot of time with already. And yeah. it seems like most of them make an okay impression. Mm-hmm. There's like one surprise, basically. Let's talk about him. Let's. Okay, so Todd meets the women first. It's nice to see him get a little bit of camera time. I think I always want to spotlight it because I like look- looking at him. And yeah. because like it's weird that he hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, but he, he like makes a good impression and that's it. Like, yep. you know, no he big He seems deal. hot and cool. And he gets a mention from them at the end too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Patty doesn't make a very good impression. Bill says all the right things, and then Charlie calls him out for saying all the right things. Blah, 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 blah. But then something fairly unexpected happens. Robert is asked immediately whether he thinks anyone else is there for the wrong reason. Seven. And in, in my opinion, oh, drink, sorry. In my opinion, <laughs> he gives a pretty good answer. He says he prefers to just worry about himself and his connection with Ali rather than getting bogged down what else is going on. But then the women repeatedly press him for gossip and details and specifics. Yeah. Like, a number of times. And so he doesn't really want to answer, which they seem on edge about. And yeah. then he asks them something, which is a bit of a move. He says, do you believe Ali has learnt what she's needed to learn from her past? Has she done the work in order to get where she is now? And, like, I don't know. Like, that seems like something that is genuinely kind of troubling Robert. Like, yeah. it seems like he really wants an answer to this question for some reason. Like, maybe someone's in his ear about it. I don't really know. Um, like, her past keeps getting brought up over and over every episode. Yeah. I can understand why maybe he's like, well, I want to make sure that she's, like, properly... She's ready. Ready. Yeah. But the women and the editors, I think, decide that he's simply being intense. Yeah. And he's coming on too strong and being too full on. Which I would agree, like, he, the way that he's speaking in this part is very too much i guess yeah i think it's not content but it's context Mm. in this case like he seemed to be really 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 full-on yeah um and like to speak he spoke quite forcefully yeah and i was like oh okay cool so instead of playing this off as like look you know i don't really pay attention to that stuff like Mm. i'm just here for this girl and well the other men they're fine i don't really pay attention to it do you know what i mean like yeah they can have their titterings and tatterings. Yeah. And I'm not worried. Mm. And yeah, like the pressing is what makes it a concern. Yeah. But it is interesting to see how he is, how he reacts when pressed also. Yeah. And he reacted with uh, force. Yeah. I think like maybe he had planned some fairly good stuff to say. And then in the saying of it, he got caught up and got some part of him was coming out that is a bit less... A bit more unsavory. Or I don't know. Yeah, this is... Um, uh, it was not a good two episodes for Rod- Robert between yeah. the Maniacal Kid stuff and sure. this. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he says, I need to talk about everything. I'm a talker. Which, again, like, not bad content-wise. Yeah, good. But also kind of freaky. Yeah. Um, Halloween-wise. <laughs> um, and it's met with that beloved cricket sound effect again. Um, and as he's leaving, Bianca says, I cannot see him fitting in our family at all. Wow. Harsh words. I wonder if there was more to it. I always wonder if there was more to it. Yeah. 
And there always is, I guess. What a yeah, I don't know. For someone to who has previously been a front runner to get that kind of edit, I just I just wonder what went what went wrong. Yeah. Mm. Well, we watched Jess and Bianca debrief with Ali. Um, they like Todd. They like Tate. They really like Danny for some reason. Yeah. They're like, maybe he's not quite going to do kids at the right time for you or whatever. But like, we really like this dude. Yeah. Like, they really underline it. They were like, you should kiss him. And she was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, he should kiss you. <laughs> she was like, no. Uh, I don't know if we make jokes about that. That was really uncomfortable. It was. It was super uncomfortable to watch, but... Um, they like Charlie, they like Bill, and then, yeah, they were a bit freaked out by Robert. So, let's see how that affects Ali's decisions at the rose ceremony a bit later. <laughs> because Just in keep the meantime, that in mind, because Robert's the one who they really flagged. So, that, that whole exercise is probably predicated on, like, keep an eye on Robert. Anyway. You should watch out and see what the deal is with Robert. Yeah. Cocktail party. Bill finds out that Charlie warned the women about him. So they get in yet another unpleasant shouting match. This is where Bill makes a very salient point. Now, during this chat, Mm -hmm. Charlie's like, or Bill's like, how do you know what she wants? And how do you know what I'm here for? And Charlie's like, I was on that first date with her. Yeah, yeah, I was on the first date. That's right. And Bill's like, I know exactly what she wants to hear. Yeah. And Bill's like, well, I wasn't on that date. Yeah. Really smart. Slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he wasn't on that first date. He doesn't know exactly what she wants to hear. Unless exactly what she wants to hear is we don't have to play Twister while suspended in midair. <laughs> um, there's no substance to this argument. None. None. Um, next up, Ali grabs Robert for a chat. And rather than backing down after having a few hours to cool down and think about what he said, he hits her with this same, like, pretty intense flurry of questions from before about whether or not she's done the work and whether or not she's ready to find love. Yeah. And naturally she doesn't take it very well. Um, and she seems, she seems to share her, <laughs> she seems to share her girlfriend's concerns about whether their personalities match up. It's interesting. I think they're fair questions for Robert to be asking, mm. but again, it's content and context where he's asking it in a really weird way and he's gone about it an entirely backwards way where he's asked her friends if she's ready for a relationship before he's asked her that question. Yeah. 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 I don't like it. No. Um, When asked point blank, can you see a future with me? Robert says, you've got a lot of the qualities that I look for in a potential partner, but I'm fearing... And Ali interrupts and says, I worry that there's always a but. Yeah. (laughs) There always is. Yeah. (laughs) It's not always a bad thing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's left unresolved as we head into the rose ceremony. But I'm like, great, cool. Robert, definitely going home. We spent a whole episode saying goodbye to Robert. that Robert's not a good guy. Yeah. So Tate has a rose already. Osher explains that one person's going home tonight. At least that's the plan. Mm. Allie hands a rose to Daniel, then Dan, then Charlie, before stopping the rose ceremony to speak to Danny outside. So we've already ticked off Daniel. How are we this far through and we haven't gotten rid of a single iteration of Dan? Well, here it comes. Thank God. She says, I know that you're a good guy and I can see how much you care about me and I see you as such a good friend, but I think... I didn't want you to be waiting for a rose. And so, you know, like Danny, to his credit, he does what he can to make this transaction a smooth one. Yep. He's understanding. He's calm. He leaves without making a fuss. He kisses Ali on the cheek and he's gone without a trace. 
Why did she stop the rose ceremony to do this? I don't know. Neither do I. It's not made clear at all. Because it's not like that he is experiencing a great degree of tension or like he's not tying his stomach in knots, like worried about whether or not he'll make it through, I don't think. No, but I loved that she was just kind of like, cool, we'll just ditch him now. Yeah. I thought there was, it was a baller move on I her agree, part. but also like, why didn't it happen at the cocktail party? Or why didn't it happen, you know, at any other point rather than like three names in? Like, yeah. I, I don't understand. All I You're can think right, is like... that you think it's a dramatic tension device. I guess so. Yeah. All, all I was thinking is like they were trying to... Like producers were like, hey, Ali, you actually need to get rid of two people on this rose ceremony. Mm. Or like you have to get rid of two people tonight. And also we don't want to make it just like ordinary. <laughs> like we want to do something else. Yeah. Let's She's like, see oh. what else can... Yeah. All right. Look, I yeah. Okay. I'll let Danny down gently partway yes. through or whatever. Like yeah. may, th- maybe that's the conversation. But it was, it was odd. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, the the way that that has to work is then Osha comes back in and he, like, solemnly approaches them. And, and for some reason he says, gentlemen, Ali has just had a long conversation with Danny outside. Not true. Um, and she's decided that his time here has come to an end. Gentlemen, this is Ali's journey. She calls the shots. Having said that, Ali has one more decision to make. And that is why I'm removing this rose. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, that is why I'm removing this robe. And that, <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the ceremony continues. The robe ceremony. The robe ceremony. <laughs> Remember when someone was in a robe? Yeah. Because they jumped into the pool? How silly. It's a good show. Mm. Allie gives roses to Todd, Bill... Is it Courtney? Yeah, I think... Uh, look, it's lost to time. It is. If only someone had catalogued it all in some kind of audio <laughs> format that was fun to listen to because it had funny jokes sprinkled throughout it. <sighs> we can dream. Uh, yeah, she gives a, t- a Todd a rose, Bill a rose, Patty a rose, and then finally, Robert! What? Yeah! So who's going home? Well, isn't that interesting? It's our friend, Pete! Fucking oh, of Remember course. Pete? Pete from... None of the confessionals. Pete from literally not being mentioned on this episode. Yeah. Not being a part of this, like, warning, these are the men you have to look out for thing. No. I don't get it. Did she... I mean, Pete and Tate kind of look alike. Did she just kind of pick between them? But if she likes Tate... Maybe she would like Pete. You're right. All I'm asking All is I'm give saying Pete is a give chance. Pete a fuck! Ah, yeah! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. The like this is a pattern now, right? We've seen this a bunch of times. The eliminations have nothing to do with the content and the lessons learned during the episodes at all. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I get that it's early days and at this point we're still kind of getting rid of people that we don't know that well. Yeah. But if you're going to go out of your way to spend this much time of an episode like destroying Robert's reputation or you know like talking about the ways that Robert's not a good fit for her which frankly I'm willing to agree with at this okay, point yeah. I would be so fine with him going home at this Me episode. too yeah I just don't think there's any need to and is it because you haven't established the characters of any of these other men yet like mm. if where's Todd from two episodes ago to be like oh it's cool we've lost Robert but Todd's still there and he's still mm. shaping up as a fine man do you know what I mean yeah. like or uh, even Danny last week who stayed around for another two episodes bizarrely yeah. Why? It's like there's a delay. Yeah. What is the, the lesson that we're learning here? And is this the double checking and making extra sure that we're talking about with Ali? Or is this the production choice where um, subtly the producers are saying, well, you need to keep Patty around because 
uh, you know, mm. do you know what I mean? Because like, every now and then we cut to him going, oh my fucking God, she looks so fucking hot. Yes. Oh, blimey. Precisely Oh, that. I tried to touch her and it set me bloody <laughs> hand on fire, in it? <laughs> yeah. Pucker. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Apologies yeah, to our English listeners. <laughs> our English speaking no, listeners. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to our English listening li- listeners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, next time Robert continues to be unimpressive. Yep. Great. Cool. Todd steps up to the plate. Todd emerges on a fifties themed date. Yep. In every uh, steps season, out of the Todd mandated yep. a uh, mandated <laughs> mandated. Well, a dating they, a man. Yeah, but well, they have to have a fifties themed date every fucking time. Is what oh, I'm of saying. course, it's a mandate mandate. Yes, it's a it's a mandate mandate. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Charlie gets defensive about something else again. <laughs> Wonderful. Can't wait. I well, simply cannot wait. Well, one of those three things sounds pretty good to mm-hmm. me. Uh, reason enough, I would think, for you to keep listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast right here with me, Max Quinn, Xavier Rescue. Wait, 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 wait. Skelly. Wait, no, come on. We got to. Wait. No, 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 no. Gravy. And it's not gravy because that's not scary. It's grave and then the E from the middle of Xavier because I couldn't think of anything to do with that part. And then, ah. A grave eek ah, yeah. But then it's like gravy car, gravy car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, gravy car. Rudetsky Noonan. No, Rudetsky. Oh, skiing accident. Rudetsky. Ghoul man. Ghoul man. Uh, and Drax twin. <laughs> Evil that is. Evil twin. Um, uh, uh, uh. we did come here to make. F- um. Hang on, let me go back onto the Halloween words vocabulary <laughs> list that I was looking at earlier today. He's actually doing this. Yeah, I do have and it's, to. It's really coming with a great deal of intensity. Um, and what was I looking for? Friends. Oh, fr- yeah, okay. Yeah, because One we of- came here to make. Oh, um, fangs. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not We terrible. did come here to make face paint. <laughs> <laughs> and... If you were to leave us a five-star review on Imp Tunes. <laughs> wait, wait. I Tombs. Oh, that's good. That's actually pretty that's legit. Actually good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would appreciate it Yeah, forever. F- for uh, an eternity, <laughs> as undead people might or something. <laughs> and also, if you want to share it with some fangs... <laughs> Um, <laughs> it would make us grim reaper from ear to ear. Grin. <laughs> I'm the grin reaper. Max is crying. Yeah. Um, so please, um, take care of your elf. No, elf is Christmas for sure, right? It definitely is. Elven might be a bit more. Take care of your spook. <laughs> and we like. wish you. All the very beast. Hey! You did it. That's you good. It. That's it. We're done. Sorry, Kelly. We'll be back soon. Okay, Have a good one. Bye. We love you. Spooky. Running out of time. Making most of what's before me. Searching for a sign. To lead me to the end of the